With the three amigos now, we have Mark McGettigan, who you should all know and love, of course, from his Twitter account at FBL General. Mark, you're very welcome to the Three Amigos show. Are you ready to bear your soul to the FBL community? I sure am. I don't know what I'm letting myself in for today, but thanks for we'll actually even, getting me we'll on. I've really, on really been enjoying. Yeah, please do. I've really been enjoying the, the Get to Know You series. So looking forward to taking part now. Brilliant stuff. Um, tell us, easy one to start you off. Um, describe yourself in three words. Pretty easy one. Fantasy football addict. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. So, General, with that accent, we obviously know where you're from, but tell us, where where do you live and what do you currently actually do, apart from being, uh, you know, great at FPL? Yeah, so, as you know, I'm, I'm from Donegal in Ireland, but I've, I've been living in Glasgow now for the last just over two years now, um, and I've been, been working from home this season. Fantasy has become reality for me, so... I work as a social media and content manager for Sportito Daily Fantasy this season. So as I say, living living the dream this year. Hi, General. It's Chef Dale. Um, How you Dale? Yeah, not so shall we? Um, so how and when did you get into FPL and football in general? FPL, I've been playing, I think this is my 10th season now. Um, so I've been playing it for quite a while. Played it initially pretty casually um, when I first discovered it, probably the first three or four seasons Played it with a, with a passing interest really, and I ended up giving up towards the end of the seasons at the beginning because I wasn't doing very well. But probably about five years ago, then when I had my first good season, which was probably about 13k overall, then my interest spiked um, and I started to take it more serious. And then obviously over the last two seasons, joining the FPL community on Twitter, it's taken it to a whole new level, and it's it really is just uh, it really is an addiction now. There's no there's no denying that. Um, Football in general, going back, I've always I'm a Man U fan, so I think going right back to the Champions League final in 1989, I think I was about nine years old. Um, I remember sitting watching that game against Bayern Munich uh, as a as a young kid, and that was really that comeback was really when I decided right, this is the team I want to follow. And from then on, football has, has, has always been a big part of my life. Um, played football right up uh, through my youth as well, so. Always been a big football fan. I know the answer to this, but um, tell the listeners, what's your highest ever FBL finish? And um, is that your best memory or do you have another? Best finish was in 2015-16. So in, in Leicester's title winning season was my best best season. 102nd overall that year. Um, so obviously that was a really, really good finish. Obviously it would have been nice to get into the top 100, but I settled for 102 in the end. Um a big, a big factor in that was Owen Marius from game week one to game week 38. So I think he probably got around close to 300 points that season. So I think 5.5 million uh, in game week one that season. So that was, that was pretty sweet. And I actually went to watch Leicester uh, against Sunderland that season as well. So it's nice to have the souvenir of the match ticket. Um, I can always say I went to see the Leicester team that won the won the Premier League. It was nice to see the likes of Mares and Kante uh, in the flesh and, and and Ranieri on the sideline as well. So that was pretty sweet. That it's probably not my best ever uh, moment in FPL. That that goes back. Uh, I think it was the season before that. Um, 
I had a friend of mine was beating me in a mini league by about a hundred points at one point, um, and he was bragging about it on on social media. And I, I remember him putting up a tweet or a, a Facebook post saying, "Sorry, sorry, Mark, I can't hear you from up here." And I just took a screenshot of it, and I was like. I'm going to make a point to catch this guy before the season's over. So I, d- I didn't like his his his, uh, his smug- smugness. So I, went, I ended up going into the to game week 38 that season, uh, 31 points behind him. And I made a couple of changes based on his team. Um, I, I brought in Walcott in game week 38 for his hat-trick and captained him. So I think I got 40 points from Walcott alone that week. And I think he had Sanchez... Uh, I think Arsenal won five 0 and there was uh, Sanchez didn't even get an assist, so I ended up beating him by four or five points in game week thirty eight. So I don't think that moment will ever be topped for me in the FPL. And he had he had to swallow his pride. That is brilliant. Do, uh, is is your friend on Twitter? Do we, do you want to give him a shout? Um, I don't even know if we're still friends after that. It, things weren't really the same between us after that, you know. As, as someone who's been on the, the other end of that, I, I once blew a hundred point mini league lead. Um, I can tell you, he will not be happy. <laughs> God, I was distraught, absolutely distraught. It yeah, was my main mini league with friends. Um, put a bit of a strain on our friendship after that, you know. Oh, I was absolutely gutted. General, uh, General, tell us, uh, what is it that you like most about the game and what is it that you dislike the most? What I like first, uh, green arrows, obviously. It's always nice when you get one of those. That's probably the best part of the game when they come. They don't always come as often as we'd like, but it's nice when they do. Um, especially over the last two seasons, getting involved with the FPL community on Twitter has really um, it's taken my enjoyment of the FPL to a new level, um, interacting with people from all from all corners of the globe and all walks of life who share the same passion. So those two, Green Arrows and the FPL community, are probably my two favourite things about FPL. When it comes to what I dislike then, um, the app, I wish there was a better app. There seems to be a lot of uh, issues and bugs with the app, and I I just never use it. I might use it just to check my updated overall rank or things like that, but I I never make transfers or, or anything important through the app because I just don't trust it. So hopefully next season there can be improvements there and we'll have a, a better functioning app that we can use. Um, as well, obviously the bonus point system is a big talking point recently. Um, I don't tend to weigh in too much on on, on the bonus point. Yeah, I know some people go absolutely nuts on, on Twitter and things like that about the bonus, complaining about the bonus point system. I'm not a fan of it. Um Hopefully, hopefully they do look at it at the end of this season and and um, and make some changes. But I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that when when it comes to the question about being being the boss of FPL for a day. I guess that's my cue to come in then. So, General, your boss at FPL for one one day. What would changes would you make? Yeah, so I would I would definitely look at the bonus point system. Um, now I don't know exactly what I would do with it, but I definitely think there is scope there to 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 make changes when you see things like. Like Jack Butlin's scoring an own goal and getting three bonus points, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and, and as well, like you often see teams losing, um, but yet some of their players get bonus points, and I just don't really think that makes sense to me. The bonus points should go to the team that to players from the team that has won the game, and maybe the players who've had a direct impact on the result of the game. So, and the likes of a a 2-0 win for Liverpool um, Salah and Firmino do the business I would expect those two to get the bonus points the same if it was like a 0-0 draw um, 
I would expect the bonus points to be going to maybe the goalkeepers and defenders in those matches. So I know it's a it's a it's a tricky uh, place to go uh, bonus points and and it, it would be a big change to make. But I, de- I do hope that they do look at it um, because we're we're getting players like Salah um, get punished. Um, and I mean Salah's been the standout player in the Premier League this season, so you would you would think that he'd be the one getting most of the bonus points, but he he rarely does. So. It it definitely needs it definitely needs to be looked at, and I hope that they can make some some positive changes during the summer. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, that's definitely the bugbear of most people. Okay, Mark, um, describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words. I would say I'm boring, um, patient, and calculated. Can you not call yourselves good? I'm expecting one of our high-flying managers to, at some point, go good. <laughs> I just, I just know if I if I say that that my my rank will get slaughtered. Like, now and, then and you'll get and you'll get slaughtered on Twitter as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting how many times boring equates with somebody who's doing well. I've noticed that, and it's, yeah, it's a conservative that people and patient and boring. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the way to win. I think in FPL. Uh, so, general, general, tell us, uh, what is your target each season in FBO? Do you have a mini league? I know that you're on the Elite 64. Is, is your aim to win that one day? Yeah, so Elite 64, this is the first season of Elite 64. So, obviously, it would be nice to win that. But it, it is the most competitive league in FPL. So, winning that once over the course of the next few seasons will be a, a serious achievement. Um, going back to my, my aim each season, I go into each season really look with the aim of a top 10,000 finish. Um, obviously, that's getting harder and harder now because we're getting more and more people playing the game. And also, because there's so much information out there and people sharing uh, good FPL advice, it, there's a lot of managers getting better and better as well. So a lot of casual managers are going to become you know, more and more addicted to the game like us and become better managers. So it's getting harder and harder to finish higher in the ranks. So top 10K is always my goal. Um, I've, I'm have i currently sitting at about 1,200 so things are going very well for me this season and because things are going well and there's only a, you know, a couple of game weeks left and I've got a few chips left I'm, I'm, I'm aiming a little bit higher now um, so I'm aiming for a top 500 finish which would, if I can manage that between now and the end of the season that would be my third top 500 finish in four years so I could, I could probably just retire then So General, there's a big discussion on Twitter going on at the moment is it luck? Or is it skill? Based on what you just said about, you know, you, 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 you could easily be on your third finish in 500. Do you believe it's luck or do you believe it's skill? Yeah, that's been a very interesting debate this week. I, I was tagged in some of those um, tweets, so I, I was following it. I wasn't, I wasn't really getting involved in it, but I was kind of reading it with, it, with, it, with interest. So it's, it's always good to see the different opinions of people. Um, the way I look at it is, when I look at the likes of not even myself, obviously I've had a couple of good seasons, but there's a lot of uh, better managers out there than me. Um, you look at someone like uh, Jay Eggerstorf, who's who's been playing. I think he's had about 11 seasons, and I don't think he's ever finished worse than 14k overall, which is just that's just unbelievable. And I, when I look at something like that, and I look at the stats on his his finishes, I, I think there's there has to be skill involved to be that consistent 11 seasons in a row. Um, Obviously, there is there is luck involved, um, 
and and in my in my high finishes, I've definitely had the rub of the green, probably more so than and maybe other seasons. Um, but again, I think the way I look at it is you have to create your own luck. Um, there's different ways to do that. You can one example would be just in game week 29 gone by there. I had Lewis Dunk. He was my third sub. Um, and Kenny didn't play, Obana didn't play, so I got Duncan and he got his goal. Um, a lot of people say that's lucky. Um, it is lucky in a sense, but it's also a skill in the sense that I had a player as my third sub who actually plays and can come in and get me points. Because I see a lot of teams with the likes of Hunemeyer um, and players like that who don't actually play. So I think you do create your own luck. Um, I, I agree. I completely agree with you. Just an example for my side, completely different end of the scale. I had Mariapa on my bench, but I deliberately put him as my first sub because I knew he had a good game, potentially could get me bon- um, clean sheet. Now, I got lucky because Sterling didn't play and then Mariapa came in. So there was a bit of luck, but also a tactical decision by myself to put him as my first sub. So I completely agree with what you just said about Dunk and having a play in sub. Yeah, I, and I do think um, I do think to actually win the FPL, you're going to need a lot of luck. You need, you basically need everything to go your way throughout the season. I mean, I've had a lot of, obviously I got lucky with Dunk uh, in game week 29, but I've had a lot of uh, bad luck as well this season with the likes of Jones and Christensen and Hazard. But I, I tend to look at it in a way that, that luck will even itself out over the course of the season as well. Because if you look at Dunk in game week 28, it, it was painful, uh, an own goal and, and he, zero, zero points. But then the week after, you know, he does the business. So I do tend to kind of, I don't really think about it too much and just kind of let it even itself out over the course of the season. So General, uh, what is the one thing you do each week when it comes to FPL, whether it be listen to a certain Free Amigos podcast or read a blog or whatever, what what do you do each week? Yeah, obviously Three three Amigos is top of my list when it comes to to podcasts. Um, I, I actually... Because I because I work from home, I've got a I've got a lot of time on my hands to to actually listen to podcasts while I'm working. So I get through quite a lot um, of podcasts. My fiance says I, I I listen to too many, but but I do enjoy them. I, I like them because they're all different in their own way, um, and it's always good to 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 hear the different opinions. And I often pick up things. You know, I might have a a transfer in mind or a strategy in mind for for the upcoming game week or whatever it is, and then I listen to a podcast and I think. You know what? Maybe that would be a better approach. So I'm always open to to, to other opinions and, and learn, listening to other managers as well, which is good. So yeah, podcast is probably the main thing I do. Um, but I listen to them throughout the week. I probably listen to one or two a day. Um, when it comes then closer to deadline, I like to to lock in my lineup on the Friday night. I don't I don't like being logged into the site any anywhere close to the deadline because. I get itchy fingers and I'll end up doing something I regret. So I tend to just maybe log in about 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning just to make sure uh, captaincy is set properly and, and just uh, the order of my bench is fine and everything else. Then I'll just log out, uh, quick check on Ben Tenery's timeline to make sure there's no late injury news. And then I, I, I just like to watch Twitter then for the next hour, just people panicking, making their decisions and things like that. Great stuff, Mark. Um, so when it comes to choosing your captain and deciding on transfers, you you do your stuff nice and early, you're saying, kind of, and kind of watch other people panicking, doing their transfers up to the deadline. But um, when when do you decide on your captain pick? Yeah, well, when it comes to transfers and captains, I'll usually I'll usually have a transfer in mind and and a cap- and who I'm going to captain in mind pretty early in the week. But I won't, you know, make a final decision until Friday usually. 
Um, I hold off on transfers. It's very rare that I'll make an early transfer, especially now at this stage of the season when, when we're not really too worried about team value too much. So I hold off um, till Friday night usually after all the press conferences and then I'll go through with my planned transfer or if there's if there's any injury news, I may have to change my plans. So yeah, Friday night usually is when I make my lock in the team and, and, and make my captaincy choice. Um, I think this season more than ever, I mean, I spe- I've spent less time logged into the actual FPL website this season. Uh, there's sometimes where I don't even log in until Friday. So I could go from Sunday to Friday without even logging in. And I think that's, sometimes I think that's a good thing because, um, I can't go making decisions then and that I'll regret later in the week. So again, it helps to be patient and just, I just avoid logging into the site as, as much as I can until, until Friday. So general, you, you, we know you, you're a United fan. Uh, do you have any no-go players for your team or any teams that you want big players from? No, I wouldn't say there's any no-go players or teams. Um, one thing I do probably do is teams like teams that don't score many goals. I tend to avoid their, their midfielders and attackers. So Burnley, Burnley and West Brom spring to mind there. So I never, I never look at Burnley or West Brom midfielders or attackers from my FPL team just because they don't score many goals. I think they've only got, they've only got about 24 goals each this season. So there's just, I don't really see any point in, in, in their attackers or, or midfielders. So again, if there's a team that are not keeping clean sheets, I'll, I'll just avoid them as well. So you look at Bournemouth. Um, this season, I think they've only got one clean sheet in the last 16. So I tend tend to avoid. I've, I've been avoiding them for weeks now. I, I was actually very close to getting Daniels in two weeks ago, but thankfully I I, I went against that against that decision. So generally, you've already mentioned your love of United, but how do you feel about cheering on United's rivals in FPL? Ah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, when it comes to like the likes of uh, Liverpool United this weekend. It's gonna be. It's going to be a bit, a bit odd for me because I've got three Liverpool players in my fancy team and I don't have any United players. And then I'm a, I'm a Man U fan, so I don't even know if I can watch that game because I don't know how I'll be feeling <laughs> watching it. But yeah, I, I have to admit that FPL over the last couple of seasons has probably changed the way I, I support Man U. Um, it's, it's probably dilute, diluted my support for them slightly because... It's almost now that my FPL team comes first and then my United second, which is, I know some people will find that uh, odd, but I've probably never been, you know, a diehard Man U fan like, like some others. Um, I'm probably a football fan first and then a, a Man U fan second. But again, another part of that is probably because we had it so good for so long under Ferguson. And, and when he was there, I would never, ever miss a Man U game. I would watch them every single week. But then we had to endure... Uh, Van Gaal and, and, and David Moyes and now Mourinho as well. I'm not a fan of Mourinho at all and I just hate watching his, his football teams. Um, and there's, there's, it's quite often this season where I've, I've just skipped the Man U games, um, and just haven't watched them. Um, again, that's probably because I don't have any of the, any United players in my FPL team. Obviously, if I had, if I had a few of them, that I'd be much more likely to watch the game. But yeah, it has changed how I, how I support Man U, I guess. Admit it, General. You're going to be singing the Salamane Femino song on Saturday, aren't you? Deep down, you'll be singing it. When I, won't, I, I won't be singing it. I won't be singing it this weekend. But I do have to admit that it, it was stuck in my head a couple of weeks ago. That guy, that guy was just brilliant. Uh, I mean, 
I, I think I even heard it being sang in the in the in the in the stadium then when I was watching the game. So a very catchy song. Yeah, we need to. I need to come up with one uh, for for my new and, and record it in my bedroom with my my new scarf and my my new bed covers. You know? <laughs> Make sure you grow a tash. <laughs> um, if you could pick one player, uh, so past or present for your FPL team, who would you go for? I think uh, George Best would be an interesting one. I think um, he, you probably wouldn't be able to rely on him for captaincy because you don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna turn up for the game or not. But I think if he <laughs> I think if he did turn up and he, and he played and, and 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 you captained him, he could get you some some good returns. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, an interesting choice. I think we had Doug Lee, so you could see there's there's a love for the old um, the old players as well, which is you know w- you have to appreciate it. Well, so, no one said Jeff, man, Ronaldo. True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean one of my favorite players is Batistuta. I mean, God, can you imagine him in in FBR? Oh, he was he was just deadly. That guy. Loved him, loved him. So, general, you're obviously a stalwart of the FPL community, but tell us what is it that you like best about the community and being part of it. The best, the best thing about it is, I think, is the thing I enjoy is the interaction with with people that I don't know um, on a personal level from from all walks of life and all corners of the globe. Um, I mean, I, I I put together a bit of a, a map last season. Um, I should really go back to it at the end of this season. It was a world map, and basically I was telling people to just tweet me what where they are in the world, and I was just tagging people on the world map. And it was just amazing to see nearly every country in the world was represented by someone as a, as an FPL manager. So yeah, that's that's what I like most interacting um, with others. And you can, I like it, it's kind of. I've only been on Twitter for about for two seasons now, but be, becoming part of the community kind of has. It's probably made me a better FPL manager because I'm open open to listening to, you know, other opinions and other strategies, which I think is always good because um, I don't think you can ever be set in your own own strategy. It's always good to, to listen to others and, and especially other experienced managers who've done very well um, and kind of adjusting your own philosophy as as the seasons pass by and, and you know learning from your mistakes and things like that. So, General, I'll put my chef's hat on for a minute and uh, ask you this question. So, what's your favourite meal and your favourite drink? I, ha- I have to admit now, you, you won't like this, but I'm not much of a cook. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty useless in the kitchen, but my fiance does look after me well. Um, and we've we've recently discovered a, a Mayflower curry sauce. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's 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 amazing. So she does a she does a great curry uh, once or twice a week. So that that's my favourite meal at the moment. Um, favorite drink then is is a nice nice pint of Guinness, um, and I'm looking forward to to Paddy's Day now. What we're ten days away from Paddy's Day, um, it it actually I've, I've missed the last two St Patrick's Day because I've been working, um, and it's fallen on a Saturday this year, um, and it's fallen in, on the Saturday of Game Week 31 as well, which is great because I don't have much interest in Game Week 31, so I'm going to be in the pub on Paddy's Day. Probably about eleven o'clock in the morning this year, and and probably won't, <laughs> we, I'm probably not going to be very active on Twitter for game week thirty one. <laughs> no, no, so, so be active I, on Twitter. That'll be fun, in general. If you uh, be active on Twitter. Uh, Paris Club <laughs> <Drunken> tweets. Guinness <laughs> <laughs> sponsored yeah. Paris Club. <laughs> there's a good chance. Like there's a good chance. Uh, I'll be I'll be home in my bed by the three p.m. kickoffs. Uh, <laughs> you should you should do a live podcast, uh, general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, tell us, General, if your house was on fire and you could only save one non-living item, what would you grab? I probably should grab something sentimental, but I can't really think of any. So I think I would grab my my TV. 
I have a nice 50-inch TV, which I won uh, I won two seasons ago from from it playing FPL. I think it was uh, DID Electrical in, in Ireland I won it from. So that's I enjoy watching my my Premier League games on my TV that I didn't have to pay for. Um, I actually won three TVs, three seasons running playing FPL. So first one I gave to my mother, the second one I gave to my sister, and then I kept the third one for myself. So there's always there's been a bit of a running joke for a couple of seasons now that, that I'm the I'm the TV guy when it comes to FPL. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so, uh, General, do you have any special skills apart from winning TVs and being good at FPL? I was trying to think about this, and I, what I wrote down was um, my special skill is, is finishing in the top one percent of FPL. So, I know it's pretty it's pretty sad that that's my my, my only skill, but that's all I've got for now. I'm afraid. So <laughs> I, I can I can I, I can't match your your skills in FPL always. But I can definitely match your lack of skills in the kitchen. So, you know. <laughs> so, General, what's your favourite type of music? Um, I've got I've got three different uh, playlists on Spotify. So one of them is a, a home comforts playlist, which is all my Irish music, the likes of the Dubliners and Christy Moore and all that kind of stuff. And then I've got a playlist. I, I used to be big into to dance music, so I've still got a. I've still got a playlist that I, I go to now and again, depending on maybe on a Friday or a Saturday, I'll, I'll stick that one on um, when I'm in the mood for the weekend. And then I've got a just kind of a, a general playlist then with all just general, the likes of Kings of Leon and, and U2 and all that kind of stuff. So I listen to kind of a, a broad range of stuff. I wouldn't say I have a kind of favourite genre of music. Great stuff. And final question um, of your in- inquisition. Tell us your one guilty pleasure and one bad habit that you have. Guilty pleasure is those little Kinder Maxi bars you get, the little chocolate bars. I, I eat far too many of them. I, I can't go and do the, the weekly shopping without picking up a couple of boxes of, of those little Kinders. So that's my guilty pleasure. And a bad habit then is, bad habit is probably spending too much time online on social media and on Twitter and things like that. So I've, I've been trying this season to be better and, and, you know, switching off the phone and switching off the laptops. But it, it is pretty pretty tough when you've got a, a big Twitter account. But I'm, I am actually looking forward to the end of the season where I can just take a break from it all because it does it does get too much at times and it, it is unhealthy to spend so much time time online. Yeah, I noticed that you do uh, the match day chat match day challenge. I, I mean, I would love to do that, but I just I can't match with the day challenge. Um, yeah, I've done it. Uh, I've done it. I've probably done it three or four times now. Um, I, I usually do it if, if I've got something on on a Saturday where I know I'm not going to be able to watch any of the games live. I just do the the blackout, so switch off the phone, uh, log out of all social media, you know, mute all the WhatsApp groups, everything else, and then sit down at half ten and watch match of the day. So you've got your FPL points all packed into an hour and a half. Um, more more often than not, it's been a very very painful experience. But there was the most recent time I've done it, it was pretty good. Um, but when you're watching match today, you can you can almost tell what's going to happen. You know, going by the running order of the matches, and you know if a match is towards the end, it's likely to be a nil nil and things like that. So, but yeah, no, it's good. I recommend it. It's not always enjoyable, but I would say if you haven't done it, to do it once. Thanks a million for coming on the Three Amigos podcast. Everyone, of course, get listening to uh, Mark's uh, new podcast, the 59th minute. It's jam packed with great info. Uh, Mark, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Cheers, guys. One for each other. Brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.